A court rules in favor of children who do not want to see their grandparents. A dismembered human penis was found at a gas station. And a couple abandoned their baby at the airport when they learned they had to pay $27 for him to fly. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a closet in Los Angeles that we know of. A court rules in favor of children who do not want to see their grandparents. Well, some kids don't want to be around the grandparents. Grandma smells like department store perfume. Yes, we know, we know, and there's way too much of it, but we deal with it. And sometimes grandpa's no fun as he tends to fall asleep in mid-sentence these days. <laughs> Very forgetful, too. Let's get some information here. This occurred in Italy. Italy's top court has ruled that children are under no obligation to see their grandparents if they do not wish to do so. The ruling from the Supreme Court relates to an appeal by the parents of two children against a previous decision of a lower court which had forced these grandkids to spend time with their grandparents. Now that all occurred because grandparents took some action at the juvenile court in Milan. They complained that they were unable to meet the grandchildren due to the obstacles established by the parents with whom they were embroiled in a family conflict. It doesn't say what that conflict is. This seems like a family matter to me. I don't see why you're getting courts involved, but let's keep reading. At that time, the grandparents won in both the juvenile court and the Milan Court of Appeals. And in 2019, there were meetings ordered between the kids and the grandparents in the presence of a social worker while warning the parents of the potential psychological damage to the children from depriving them from seeing their grandparents. Oh, oh yeah, and there's going to be no psychological damage by forcing them to see grandparents that they don't want to see in the presence of a social worker. Yeah, that's just, that's smooth sailing, right, when it comes to family relations. <laughs> I know I love to see my grandparents in the presence of a social worker who's got a notebook on their lap writing down everything. Yeah, that's comfortable. Well, it seems like this is the actions of some selfish grandparents who uh, truly don't know the definition of psychological or emotional damage because they're obviously in the business of inflicting it on these grandkids who don't want to see them in the first place. We don't know why. Now, of course, the parents argued that these meetings were not appreciated by the children. Yeah, no kidding. Owing to the ongoing family tensions, so they appealed to the Supreme Court in Italy to have the, the decision overturned. And in the ruling, the Supreme Court said that while there is no doubt that the two children would benefit from a bond with the articulated line of generations, the pair had expressed opposition to the relationship and therefore could not be forced to see their ascendance, especially in an environment of conflict. Therefore, ahem, the court ruled that the interests of the children must prevail over those of the grandparents and that an unwelcome and unwanted relationship cannot be imposed. Even more so if the children are capable of discernment and have reached the age of 12. Under a family law introduced in Italy in 2006, a child has the right to maintain a significant relationship with their grandparents, even if their parents separate. Grandparents also have the right to ask a court to establish whether a parent's decision to deny them access to their grandchildren is damaging to the child's well-being and therefore illegal. I think we need to step back for a minute and look at the macro over the micro. Like, the macro landscape of this brings about a question. I mean, to what extent can courts 
be involved in what are, to me, family decisions. This comes down to family. This comes down to parenting, in my opinion. Then again, I'm not a parent. I'm not a grandparent. So I ask my listeners, if you have an opinion on this, call the show 646-450-2012. A random person found dismembered male genitalia in a parking lot. Oh, don't you hate when that happens, when your male genitalia just falls off? That's why I use extra duct tape. Let's get some information about this incident occurred in Mobile, Alabama. The Mobile Police Department responded to a call Monday that some male genitalia had been found at an Alabama gas station. Oh, and thus a new gas station hot dog is born. (laughs) Witnesses, there were more than one, found the human penis in the parking lot of a gas station located at the corner of Navgo Road and McVeigh Drive. You guys know the place. This occurred at 6 a.m., a little early in the morning to find a human penis. Quite shocking. Uh, the mobile police department told the caller that the police are investigating the, the incident as a murder or possibly an assault. Yeah, definitely an assault, perhaps murder. A lot of blood loss when you have a dismembered male genitalia. I imagine the police believe the penis belongs to a motorcycle driver who was involved in a fatal accident on the nearby interstate. Oh, boy, that's why you wear why you wear two helmets, guys, when you're riding your bike. You want to protect both of your heads. The police officers responded to a motorcycle crash crash at 6 a.m. And then the officers found one of the drivers involved, 29 year old Christopher Means, dead at the scene of the crash. The preliminary investigation revealed the victim was riding his motorcycle southbound on the I-65 ramp, blah, blah, blah. Lost control of the motorcycle. The rider was thrown from his motorcycle, struck by multiple vehicles. I'm going to guess that it was more than his penis that was dismembered at that point. He was struck by multiple vehicles. He's just getting, you know, knocked apart, it sounds like. Very, very sad. And one of the risks of riding a motorcycle, and one of the reasons why I will not do it, I want to hold on to my body parts, especially my genitalia. Says only one of the drivers involved in the crash remained at the scene until the officers arrived. What, everyone else just drove away? <laughs> yeah, there's a guy missing a penis bleeding out on the highway. Let's all just drive away. The department is trying to locate the other drivers involved. They did find the penis, though. Excuse me, sir, you dropped this. Obviously, this is a disaster, a very sad story. A man has lost his life and his penis at the same time to add insult to injury. And it was found at a gas station, one of the worst places for your penis to end up. I mean... I feel ho- I feel horrible for the family. It does remind me of a song, though, called Detachable Penis. And the lyrics are hilarious. I'm going to read them to you. I woke up this morning with a bad hangover. My penis was missing again. This happens all the time. It's detachable. This comes in handy a lot of the time. I can leave it at home when I think it's going to get me in trouble. Or I can rent it out when I don't need it. But now and then I go to a party, I get drunk, and the next morning I can't for the life of me remember what I did with it. First, I look around my apartment, can't find it, so I called up the place where the party was. They hadn't seen it either. I asked them to check the medicine cabinet, because for some reason I leave it there sometimes, but not this time. So I told them if it pops up to let me know. I called a few people who were at the party, but they were no help either. I was starting to get desperate. I really don't like being without my penis for too long. It makes me feel like less of a man. And I really hate having to sit down every time I take a leak. After a few hours of searching the house and calling everyone I could think of, I was starting to get very depressed. So I went to Kiev and had breakfast. Then, as I walked down 2nd Avenue towards St. Mark's Place, where all those people sell used books and other junk on the street, I saw my penis lying on a blanket 
next to a broken toaster oven. Some guy was selling it. I had to buy it off him. He wanted 22 bucks, but I talked him down to 17. I took it home, washed it off, put it back on. I was happy again, complete. People sometimes tell me I should get it permanently attached, but I don't know. Even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass, I like having a detachable penis. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yay! A couple abandoned their baby at the airport when they learned they had to pay for him to fly. A couple abandoned their baby at an airport check-in desk in Tel Aviv, Israel, after they arrived without a ticket for the child. The pair, who have not been identified, please identify them. They should be shamed on all levels. The pair were checking in for a Ryanair flight from Ben Gurion International Airport to Brussels, Belgium, on Tuesday with their infant. It emerged that their baby did not have a ticket, and the couple headed off to board the flight leaving their child behind on the airline check-in counter. I almost can't believe this. I thought it was fake. I had to look this up. I found various sources all corroborating. This story is absolutely true and evidence of one of the worst parenting incidents I've ever seen in my life. We have a quote from a spokesperson from Ryanair Air who said, These passengers traveling from Tel Aviv to Brussels presented at check-in without a booking for their infant. They then proceeded to security, leaving the infant behind at check-in. According to Ryanair's website, infants can be included in a flight reservation during the online booking process. Yes, of course they can. <laughs> you can get tickets for various human beings. Why you would not get one for your infant or even look into that is beyond me. I'm going to continue with the quote. When making plans to travel with an infant, a pop-up message appears on the site stating that there is a $27 charge or the local currency equivalent, for each one-way flight the baby takes while sitting on an adult's lap. A seat must be paid for by separate arrangement if the adults want the baby to travel in a car seat as well. Now, the Israeli airport authority confirmed the episode to the media and also had a statement saying, A couple and an infant with Belgian passports arrived for a flight at Terminal 1 without a ticket for their baby. The couple also arrived late for the flight. What a surprise! Once the check-in for the flight was closed, the couple left the infant seat with the baby and ran toward the security checks at Terminal 1 in an attempt to reach the boarding gate for the flight. They ran. They ran away from the baby. I mean, you have to be a demon to do this. <laughs> you leave the baby. Run to the terminal. What did you expect was going to happen? Yeah, they'll take care of my baby. I've seen how TSA handle people. They're good with such things. Well, I mean... <laughs> You know, given what these parents are capable of, I guess we're lucky that they left the infant with other humans instead of in the airport parking lot in the back of the car with the windows rolled up. That seems like something they would not blink twice about doing or leaving the baby on the front porch of their home while they leave for a vacation for two weeks. And now it does say that this matter was referred to police, but it doesn't indicate anything else. Um, did they actually fly to Brussels? Did they arrest the parents and remove them from the plane, as should happen? I mean, got a lot of questions here not being answered by any of the four articles I'm looking at right now. 
Now, look, as I say many times on this show, I'm not a parent. But I, I think I can recognize bad parenting when I see it. I mean, the least they could have done was mailed the baby to Brussels so that they could pick it up <laughs> there and go about their vacation. <laughs> I jest, I jest. Yay! And it appears to be a long time. Such a long, 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 long time before the dawn. Some classic rock for y'all. You digging it? I'm always trying to weave music into these episodes any way that I can. Um, shout out to Jim from Cleveland who asked me whether or not I even like rock and roll music because I. I tend to go see live R&B music, which I do tend to go see a lot of R&B music. But I, you know, I've I've been to a lot of rock concerts. I I love rock music. Um especially classic rock, big time. Big big Led Zeppelin fan. Just thought I'd share that. Anyways, we'll move along to the outro here, which is where I give shout-outs and give thanks. I want to give thanks to Michael from Iowa City specifically. Uh Michael recently converted a couple of friends of his to the podcast. So shout out to Nate and Clara who are now big fans of the show. So I want to tell them thank you for listening to the show. And uh, if you guys ever want to spread word about the show, I think the best way to do it is uh, by word of mouth. Just tell a friend. Um, That way, you know, because people trust you. They trust your taste. They know who you are and what you like, and they'll, they'll know whether or not it's for them. If you like it and they like the same things you like, then they'll like the Weird AF News podcast. So, yeah. That would be very helpful if you told a friend or an arresting officer or your PO. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Tell the mayor of your town. I don't give a damn. Go to town hall meetings and just get up on the mic and tell everybody about Weird AF News. Send me a video of that, and I will send you money. (laughs) I will bake you cupcakes and mail them to your door if you do something like that. Uh, Anyways, I'm highly caffeinated and going on a tangent here. Um, so let me try to get, uh, let's get some equilibrium. What was I supposed to say? Oh yes. Uh, you can help me by, uh, telling a friend or subscribing to the podcast if you haven't, or writing a review. And if you, I don't know if you feel like you want to join the Patreon because you'd like to support me in this production by, you know, buying me a cup of coffee every month or something like that. The Patreon is patreon.com slash weird AF news or go to the weird AF news.com website and you can click on the Patreon banner there. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can always send me articles. I love to get articles from my listeners. I get so many weird ones. Every day I wake up and my inbox has various weird news and it just makes my job easy. So uh, I appreciate that. And lastly, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at Funny Jones on Instagram. And if you slide into my DMs, I will answer you. I always do.